Welcome to the podcast on everything. I am Dan Berlin, your host. I have with me Drew. This is actually our first official episode. The first one was an update on what to expect coming up, and now we are officially launching our first episode, which is going to be a 2017 recap, and I look forward to some of our predictions in the upcoming year, and just some really cool segments that we're going to have. Um, so me and Jiro are going to go back and forth, kind of go over some of our top stories of 2017, a little bit of our take on them as well, and then we're going to get straight into our predictions and a really cool segment that we're really looking forward to. Um, so Drew, do you have anything to say before we uh, get started? Not much, man. I'm just uh, excited to be here. Mm. I thank you for having me. No, no problem. We've talked about this for months, so it's months. exciting to finally get this shit on the road. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got butterflies. <laughs> you and me both, man. So, uh, have you ever done anything like this before? I have not. This is uh, this is a first for me, so I'm starting off the new year in quite the fashion here. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Actually, I was a DJ in high school, if you did not know that. I did not know that. Did you have the long hair in high school while you? No, I no, I had short, spiky hair, just like everybody else in in those years. Short, spiky with tons of <laughs> tons of oil and grease. <laughs> I definitely see you as like a vanilla ice type DJ, just that random mm. white guy up there blasting it all. <laughs> I wanted to be, but um, you know, we had a a guideline of music we had to play. Oh, yeah, so um, we had. Nine or ten DJs at the time in high school, and we graduated with a broadcasting degree, which is pretty sweet. But we had to play their music. It did switch, so I did get to play some cool rap, oh, like yeah. Run DMC and what stuff, but nothing, nothing exciting and popping. And That's sad, man. That's yeah. sad they do that to but you. Just let them fly for you, you know? Yeah, but honestly, it had like a 10-mile radius, so the only people listened were probably people in school. So... Uh, you know, At least there's people your <laughs> age, though. They can understand you. Yeah. We uh, got to the point when we were seniors that we had our own segments. So we like, talk about st- top sports stories and just debate for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Your high school sounds so much better than mine. <laughs> mine's, just that class. <laughs> yeah, mine's just terrible. Mm, so uh, are you ready to get started? We'll oh. go back and forth. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm ready, man. All right. Let's go rock, paper, scissors. See if you can oh, start okay. Ready? Go for it. Okay. All right. So um, these are not our in order. They are just top stories that we wrote down. No particular order. But uh, my first story I'm going to bring up is at the end of October in Saudi Arabia, they officially announced a robot was a citizen, which to me blows my mind. Um, the company that developed it was Hong Kong's Hanson Robotics. The woman has more rights than females in the um, country. She doesn't have to wear a headscarf. A third of its of the population in Saudi Arabia are foreign workers, and they can't even be granted citizenship, citizenships. And now she wants a baby. So to me, I think this is just like an amazing story that if someone's been living on a rock, they need to open, uh, you know, go to the internet and read this because it blows my mind that we have a robot citizen in the world and in a country (laughs) 
in which women are degraded and gay people are degraded, but this robot gets to do whatever it wants. And it really blows them on how she's going to have a baby. Like, <laughs> what's your thoughts on this joke? What? I, I have not heard this. This is surreal. This is well, we have laptops in front of us. What? Her name is Sophia. What? Um, they did a press conference and everything, and then she's been on some late night show. It might have been, uh, not Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert maybe, in which she talked. I haven't really listened too much about her, but yeah. And so right now Drew is looking it up. And this is surreal, man. Leave it to Saudi Arabia, honestly. So she has more rights than an actual woman. So the metal object has more rights than the actual woman in that country. She wants a baby. She wants yeah. a baby. That's incredible. Yeah. Who, who Did they program her to say she wanted a baby, or is that just hopefully thinking? I honestly have no idea how this thing operates. I'm Absolutely. assuming it's free thinking because... That's probably how it got citizenship. But just the fact that it, it's a citizen. Okay, so New York Post, the most incredible. <laughs> Dude. So, <laughs> so what I read earlier was Washington Times, and I think or Washington Post and New York Times um, is how I got this. But it was all over. Um, I think I got the baby thing from Fox News. But, yeah, I tried to not go too much in, into it so I could get all these other stories down, but... It's yeah. It, it says she sure. wants a computer chip off the old block. Ha ha ha! <laughs> That's real funny, guys. It's kind of a big deal. That's nuts. That is wow. I'm I'm sad. I'm just sad. Do you think she has to pay rent at a place or like how does? There's so many questions I want to find out about this, and I need to probably do a lot more research to find out. Like, does she have to get a job? She probably just gets paid. In, Oh, she's a, if she's a woman, if she comes to America, she's going to be paying taxes, right? That's how it looks, right? Yeah, but she might not be considered a citizen here. That is true. That's, I don't know, dude, that's, that's incredible. That's probably the best story. I don't think I have anything that's that good, honestly. We started off with a bang, but... I tell you just blew me out of the water. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to have to go to my big gun here to pass that. So, uh, let's see, we got, oh... This is this I love talking about. This is my favorite. Genders. Now I recently thought there was like sixty-four. But now I've learned there's seventy-six. And I just that's amazing. That's amazing to me. Because I thought there was two growing up. I thought there was only two. There's like, you know, male, female. I thought that's how it worked. I think in like twenty fifteen there were still two. Yeah, right. So <laughs> so I'm actually on this the website world. and it's funny because I can't find any actual scientific or biological websites that you know say anything about 64 or 76 genders. So that kind of gives you a clue. I'm actually on this website called Wattpad, and the guy who's doing this had says complete list of genders is by Jungist Scalp. So I just I feel as if he is not a credible source, but we're just gonna entertain ourselves here. So I'll read off a few for you, and I'll let you. I'll let you get your opinion on this, Dan. Okay. So we have a gender. We'll start off like a gender, which is having no gender or a lack of gender identity. Okay. I don't okay. see how it's. I don't see not have. You gotta have a gender. Know. Oh, I like this huh? one. A Mika gender, a gender that changes depending on which friend you're with at the moment. I thought that was just called personality. Like, oh hey Dan, I like you, and then you get to the <laughs> next guy and just a dick to him because you hate him. 
Reminds I, me. Is that what the guy split is now? Is he on yeah, a mega generator? <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, I get it now. Okay, let's see. A and genital, a desire to be without primary sexual characteristics, without necessarily being genderless. So I get it. Okay, you don't want your private parts that determine usually determine your gender, but you still don't want that gender. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I understand that one, but we'll go, we'll go on. Uh, is it what? Is it, no, this isn't real. Angsty gender, a gender affected by anxiety. I gotta stop there. <laughs> what? So my I so now I can just say I'm angsty gender, and when you come up to me and I'm like, oh, I don't know him, and I'm like, oh, I can get into anxiety. I'm like, I'm a female now, and then two seconds later, I'm a male now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see any, you see any mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. A lot of them start with the letter A. I do all A and B, man. I gotta find the stupidest one, but I just feel like you all just that gender. See, that nocturnal gender. gender. Does I'm assuming that changes how does based that, on okay, the night. Not, yeah, like how is, is that, that something? How is that possible? You have bad gender, and then it's C not. Tonal gender, so wouldn't it just be nocturnal gender? Why do you need that gender if it says C nocturnal gender? We're gonna go nocturnal mm. gender. Let's let's see this. I feel like this is just a character trait. It's not like actual fire gender. Oh Lordy, this is good, guys. A fluid gender in a constant state of change that never truly extinguishes and aesthetically linked to fire as a visual metaphor or symbol. This is amazing. This is truly amazing. How many, uh, I think this seems like more than 76 mm-hmm. here. Uh, what is it, nocturnal gender? There it is. A gender that feels more intense during the night, but weak slash non-existent when, it, <laughs> when it's light is <laughs> out. Also known as bat gender, out gender, and moon gender. <laughs> they don't want to throw oh, binary. <laughs> this is amazing. It's like a vampire. <laughs> what? I want to see a medical dictionary that actually has all 76 of these in there. The problem is, you're not going to find it, but we have mm. But Eunice Scalp, he, I think he or she or the other 76 agendas that they might be uh, is pretty, pretty should, knowledgeable on this show. We should bring Eunice onto the show and quiz him and see if he can I do want to ask rattle him. these 76 genders off. I venture he gets the form, and he'll probably <laughs> just start making them. I feel like he made these up and then he put them down. Yeah, like nocturnal gender. What? What? <laughs> oh That's man! That's amazing. T- take it away. I, I can't that. <laughs> All right, so we took a quick break to update you guys on <laughs> what's his, what's his name again? Eunice. <laughs> Eunice. So we took a quick a quick bathroom break to come back, and uh, as we were away, Drew looked up who Eunice is. Who is the first thing you look up when you look up how many genders there are on Google? His is the first thing that comes up, and he is a 14-year-old Swedish guy, but he considers himself English. Uh, do you, you want to kind of explain what the hell? I wish people could see my <laughs> face right now. I really do because this is this is amazing. It uh, first off, all you need to know about this guy is this young man is it has hair color, dark brown, like really on the dark side of brown. I, usually when I say dark, I mean dark, not light, so I'm assuming it was dark, you idiot. Um, 
But yeah, he just gives a little bio about himself. But I'll just read the the first paragraph he has, just so you can understand what people are looking at. Like this kid wrote this. I consider English as my mother tongue, even though I was born and raised in Sweden. This is a result of me being way more confident and fluent in English, and having and hardly having spoken Spanish or Swedish, sorry, for four years. So that that seemed like an intelligent paragraph, and then we just go right off the deep end, right off the cliff. Anyway, a little bit about me, I guess. I run two meme accounts on Instagram, which means I have no life, and he is right. And then he says, I'm either bi or pan. I don't fucking know. People call me a weeb because I watch an unhealthily amount of anime, and I'm a bit too obsessed with certain K-pop groups. Okay, so we went off the defense. So he's big into Asian music and stuff like that. But I, I think it's really wrong that he's the first thing that pops up on Google when you look up your list of how many genders there are. A little disappointing in that. Uh, so real, dude. So real. <laughs> so your first, your first story is about genders and you base your information on a 14-year-old English talking Swede. <laughs> I had, well, I had CNN and Wattpad. I went with Wattpad. <laughs> so... That's that's a, please take away. I, I I can't even fathom this anymore, man. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go to the next story I have written down, and this is by my man uh, Jesse Ventura. I I love him. I wish he'd run for president one day, uh, but now he's getting kind of up there. But uh, he's had this um, thing going on since 2013, in which Chris Kyle wrote a book. Everyone should know him. He's the American Sniper guy. And he wrote a book and whenever that came out, 2012, 2013, I guess. And he has a chapter in it dedicated to Jesse Ventura. He doesn't say him in the book specifically, but he came out and said that it was about Jesse Ventura and he was a big conspiracy guy that talked shit on Navy SEALs. And then he met him at a bar of a Navy SEAL convention when he was talking trash and beat him up. And Jesse Ventura came out and said that that was not true. He never met him at that time and he wanted to sue him because he slandered his name and then he got kind of bashed by Navy, other Navy SEALs and armed forces at the time because they all believed Chris Kyle because he's the American hero not a wrestler called The Body <laughs> that has a conspiracy show so uh, obviously they all pointed to the, to the current guy well it comes to find out um, in 2014 Chris Kyle he, he ends up dying as this uh, case is in court and Jesse Ventura wins the defamation case, is awarded $1.4 million, but it is appealed by, um, I guess, people on the list, HarperCollins, along, along with his wife and stuff, were, were named. And then it got overturned in 2016, and Jesse was kind of blackballed from mainstream media and all that, and called like this anti-American and whatnot. Well, it came out in December, the beginning of December, that he won the settlement. It did not cost the Kyles anything. People were, like, all pissed at him because what was going to happen is he was going to take money away from the family. And how could he do that? Because, you know, the family needs money because the because um, Kyle got shot. And that was kind of their only source of income. But that was all false. He ends up winning. The people that ended up paying was the either the insurance company or Harper Collins himself. Harper Collins, the um, the store itself. 
And I think that's really important because immediately we all went against it, or not us, but the mainstream media went against Jesse Ventura. He was right all along. He just wanted people to realize that he was right. He lost millions of dollars on this. Um, um, a lot of people probably have not heard that he won the case. And if you say the name Jesse Ventura, the first thing they'll think of is that he... It did what Chris Kyle said he did. It also turns out that Chris Kyle had a lot of other crazy lies in the book as well um, that people don't know about. But um, the movie American Sniper doesn't have any of this stuff in there because they were afraid the lawsuit, they were going to end up losing it, which is something Jesse said. Um, so it turns out he's right, and now from now on all books will not have this chapter in it. And I think that's like a that's a step in the right direction for truth and honesty. That someone can say something slanderous about you and libel, and you can end up winning. Although you're vilified and probably screwed up a lot of his career, in the long run he ends up being right. And I think that's kind of an important thing to note. And that's why it's in some of my top stories. And I hope Jesse one day decides to run for president. He probably doesn't have many years left to do it. He said he didn't do it this year. I honestly think he probably could have won this past year based on how much people hated Hillary and how much people hated Trump. He probably could have snuck in as a third candidate, not Gary Johnson. And he might have snuck away with the victory. Who the hell knows? But it would have been interesting to see him in the ring, you know, as a wrestler, him in the ring at the debates with Trump and then with Hillary, all three of them going at it. To me, that would have been great entertainment. And we probably would have got to more, um, to more issues about, the, uh, about what's happening in America. Um, Drew, do you have any comment on this? Oh, I feel you, brother. I feel you. I, I love Jesse Ventura ever since, you know, the Predator days. You know, I don't have time to bleed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I didn't know this about it until... I didn't know about it until you told me about it. And, that's, and you're right, though. People are going to go against... Ventura because he is Chris Kyle American Sniper God rest his soul love them both mm-hmm. uh, but yeah you would immediately think that uh, Chris Kyle does no wrong and I don't think he probably didn't have the intentions of completely ruining Ventura's name but it happened to be that way but like you said it says here that uh, they awarded Ventura 1.8 million in 2014 but it was overturned and then it says uh Ventura and uh, the estate of American Sniper author Chris Kyle agreed to dismiss the case. That's as of December 2nd, uh, 2017. But yeah, you're right. I mean, you got one guy, American Sniper, great hero. America loves him. And then you got Jesse Ventura, kind of like half as, half as famous as him. And then you're going to believe Chris Kyle, of course. So, but like you said, though, you got to really gotta do, your, do your work, man. Because I, I had no idea about it until you said something about it. Yeah. And I immediately would have thought Chris Kyle was right too, but yeah. like you said, man, you just gotta mm-hmm. just gotta rethink things to hear the whole story, honestly. Yeah, and that's kind of how it was because I remember a little bit when this first came out of how many people went against Jesse Ventura right off the bat. I would have, yeah, and right. yeah, it turns out along he was one hundred percent right in his assessment of the chapter and everything that went down, and that he should be awarded, you know, money because it. It basically could have ruined it. If, let's say he yeah. did go for presidency in, of this year, and this up. wasn't finished. You don't think mm-hmm. they would have brought it up and yeah. tried to ruin him? Saying that he was trying to ruin like this 
this widowed family, um, you know, American Heroes widowed family. Like, yeah, I think it wouldn't have been an issue if Chris Kyle hadn't have gotten killed. Yeah, because now everyone sees they hear about it they're like, oh, he's going after the family. That's what they're thinking of. Instead of him, he's going out to clear his name. They're thinking he's going out to take the family's money of yeah. a, wid- a widowed you know, yeah. family. You know, that's what I think. That's what they're thinking of, and that's a shame for both sides. Yeah, but it I was just yeah. I think it was just weird timing because Jesse Ventura did it in 2013, and then like a few months later, Chris Kyle happened to get murdered. Yeah, and then it was like well. passed on. And if he lived probably like another year, probably would have been solved. Yeah, that's just a lot of timing, honestly. No. All right, uh, Joe. Let's let's see what you got next. If if Eunice, is Eunice going to be your source for this next one? Too? <laughs> no, Eunice, Eunice is done. We're not coming back to Eunice. All right. So I think uh, for my next one, I'll give you guys uh, a little bit of the, the feminism, the feminism 2017 feminism rules too. Okay, so we got Star Wars. Don't watch it. All I know is there's a lead woman now. Good for them. Happy for them. Okay. Isn't there a lead woman in the other one? Yeah. Uh, Rogue One? No, that doesn't matter, okay? <laughs> it's, it's only now. It's 2017, okay? 2018 now. It was 2017. So now we've got a new movie. If anyone's seen Overboard, it's a classic one. You remember the one with Kurt Russell? He, uh, it was uh, Goldie Hawn. Fell off the boat. But now, but now, because women are powerful, and nobody knew about that until women tell us, that... Overboard is now a man falling off the boat and then a woman finding him. So we just switched it around. And then another one, another good movie, Ocean's 8. All women. Really? All women, yep. So we got that to look forward to. I wonder who's directing that. Is it a woman directing? It's probably going to be a woman directing it. The woman, is the, I think it's women the whole thing. I think all the way down to the guys that are the ladies building the set, sorry. The ladies are building the set. And then my favorite example is no doubt Ghostbusters. Why would you not leave one of the best movies of all time alone when you can destroy it? <laughs> Why would you leave it alone? Mm. So you have Ghostbusters, and I'm looking this up. This is Box Office Mojo, so this is a little better than Eunice. <laughs> it says domestic gross total $128 million. The production budget was $144 million. So, I just I just want to let that out there that this is just shit. Just a shit movie. Just shit ratings. It's just... It's terrible. But, it's amazing. On Rotten... Check on Rock, Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Let's let's that. see what it's a uh, thing. Although, I'm not a big fan of Rotten Tomatoes. Neither it is interesting I. to see, like, what the... Uh, what they say, and I don't even know who, like... If there's a woman on staff with Rotten Tomatoes, it's going to get a 95. Don't you worry. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Where's the one? Oh, it's Melissa McCarthy, my favorite. Mm. I love Melissa McCarthy, but I, I, I think this was a a poor choice in making Ghostbusters into just basically the same movie, just for females. I haven't seen it. But <laughs> no doubt! <laughs> the 97 is... Uh, it's the highest rated movie is the 97 was the original Ghostbusters. 97%. Because, you know, why not leave the 97 there? Let's hit it up for 98, right? Okay, so it looks like it got a 74%. That's not bad. It's a lot better than I thought it would get. That's that's pretty pretty impressive, if I may say so myself. Well, they, did, they had a guy, Paul, Paul directed. Fee. Fee, got him. <laughs> Paul Fee. 
Prestige. Yeah, it's uh, mm. it says fifty. It says audience score though, not the critics. The audience said fifty-two percent of people liked it. So. So you either liked it or you hated it. Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, it's just it's. I don't know. Nothing against women. I love women. Okay, I'll be the first to say it. But I don't know this feminism thing. It's just getting out of hand, man. We had that. When I forget when the march was. Uh, I think it was the weekend. It was a weekend after Trump was elected, or yeah, it was around so it was right around the March. Same. Yeah, might have been in March. I don't know. Like, it was just, some time It's just I hate when people complain when there's no problem. Like there's like there's tons of women in movies. Like the, like the original Star Wars. There's like three leading women in that. I don't know, man. Just sick of people complaining. Mm. I'm starting to not like these uh, movies just being revamped and just switching yeah. roles. They kind of did that with comics in like the 80s or 90s, and it didn't work out well. I'm telling you, there's going to be like stepsisters. They're going to kill stepfathers, and it's going to be stepsisters. <laughs> I know it. It's going to happen. Um, now, now let's say we had that. Who would you pick to be the stepsisters? Actually, uh, Lion. Good old Lion. We'll shout out Lion Low. Give a shout out here. He, uh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler and oh, who was it? The other one. That, that's always with her. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yep. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. He called it. I said, "You're right, buddy." Uh, that would be. That's who it's gonna be. Actually, I wouldn't mind saying that, but not as the same movie. No, I, I think they already. Did, <laughs> I think they already did one. Mm-hmm. But it's called Sisters, actually. So it's already been done. <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's amazing. I'm telling you, this, uh, they're gonna just keep taking movies that are great. And maybe some, maybe they'll get some of them, you know, good. Some will be good. But 90% of the time, it just seems like they're just doing it to put a woman in there. And they're just ruining the integrity of the movies just to get the point across that women are mm. important. Which everyone knows. But I don't know, man. Mm. You're going to get me going here, dude. Yeah, the whole Hollywood thing. And we got some other Hollywood stuff coming up. This is boys mine. They've been doing this for a while. Revamping movies oh, and trying to man. do things. Um, I remember seeing Vince Vaughn in, I think it was Psycho. <laughs> and they just like did every single scene from the original Psycho <gasps> just updated and it was awful <laughs> fair enough guys we'll just copy this movie no one will notice yeah so Hollywood knows how to screw things up mm. Hollywood man you gotta love them yeah alright so so on that note speaking of feminism uh, let's see what I got here I'm going to mix it up a little bit and go to the NFL and the kneeling. Because yes. um, that was a huge thing. The NFL is kind of struggling now with um, viewership and ticket sales. Um, Papa John got involved, and he had to leave. Oh, he's gone, dude. And the, the president got involved in this, and it kind of split apart a lot of the people watching it. And it was just interesting who you ask. And who do they think is right or wrong? But it's just an amazing thing that's happening now, just kind of as an observer and a fan of NFL, to see this going on and it being talked about so much that uh, I wonder what's going to happen with the NFL. Supposedly, there's an XFL that may come up and try to take over. I don't know if you were old enough to watch the XFL. It's Vince McMahon, right? Yeah, it's Vince McMahon's what thing. A guy. Oh, and Jesse Ventura was a commentator on that. <laughs> I watched I'm a, old. I watched I'm a thirty old. for thirty on that. It was like him and uh, another guy. I think it was like Matt Vasbjorgen or something. I, I can't remember. Oh, Matt Vasbjorgen. Vasbjorgen, yeah. yeah. And I think it was then too. I watched the thirty for thirty for a little bit, and I was like, man, I was around when this happened, but I didn't 
love it as much as I love it now. I'd love to see an XFL come in and just. <laughs> I'm trying not to take out. over, but just just take like at least four. Yeah, just be like a fringe a fringe sport, hopefully as big as uh, arena football. But I think the NFL things is a really interesting story. It's not dying anytime soon. No, it hasn't happen. really crossed over to other major sports in America. There was one person in Major League Baseball that kneeled, and then some Isn't other controversy. Didn't he get arrested? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he <laughs> ended up. Yeah, he was in like Louisiana. What a guy. Yeah, he was in Louisiana and lied and said the guy had like, had, like a Trump hat that was his waiter. Um, said a whole bunch of things to him. Turns out that wasn't true at all. And then like the next week, he got arrested for guns. And it's. It's tough to get behind a cause, not saying I would or wouldn't get behind it, but it's tough to get behind a cause when you have someone coming out like that on your side and That's then good. they do all this other stuff. Great, a human being. Um, yeah. No, I think... Yeah, but NHL, NHL, I don't think they've had anyone... No, I don't, I haven't heard of it. I, I know baseball did it. Basketball does um, stuff all the time. Yeah, well, basketball, I think they can wear, they wear like, like quality shirts yeah, and stuff like, like that. Yeah, they wear like but they are banned. stuff from kneeling and I don't know like what the punishment would be for it but there was a letter sent saying they can't do it so I think it's just like an NFL thing yeah I, I don't know no. man it's just it's I don't know it, it really makes me angry because it's all based on a lie because people are misinformed about it the whole kneeling started because of I believe it was police, police brutality yeah and yep. if you look at any statistics It'll always, from the last few years, it's been predominantly whites have been killed most by police. I think it's like Africans are second, which I hate that word African-American in oh, general. That'll be on a segment one day. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But oh, just for the sake of it today, without me going off, African-Americans are second. It's, I don't know, It's you're making a huge thing that's out of nothing. And don't get me wrong, people who get shot by cops any race, that's terrible, especially if they're innocent. But when you're basing it off a lie and then you're disrespecting, which everyone, everyone in the right mind is going to take it as a pure disrespect to the troops and to America. And the freedoms that you get are because of that flag and what it stands for. So the freedom that you get to play basketball and make your $40 million a year to play a game, you're spitting on that light and the people who died for it in Normandy and all that stuff. I just, um, that's the way I take it, and I'm sure a lot of people take it that way. And it's just amazing. Like, Kaepernick got his, uh, what is it, GQ Man of the Year. You know, J.J. Watt literally weighs, what, like 40 million? <laughs> for Harvey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got Cole Hamels, who used to play for the Phillies. I forget what team he plays for now. Uh, Texas Rangers. Yeah, donates a $9 million house to a special needs camp. <laughs> and, you know, just and people out there creating just, you know, crazy drugs to help cancer patients, help patients with any disease or anything. And then you got Kaepernick coming in, kneeling while he's not even playing first string. That's amazing. Yeah. It amazes me. Yeah. I've... I've I've heard people said he's been basically banned from the NFL, but I've heard stories that he has declined um, contracts because he doesn't want to be in the. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but supposedly he's turned down a few contracts because he wasn't going to start or they didn't offer him enough. But either way, he wasn't banned. If those sources are correct, he's been offered contracts. So no. like they're kind of making him look more of a victim. But people, well, that's this generation, people, victimhood. <laughs> yeah, people don't play mainly because um, talent. Yeah, and I, I 
I hated Kaepernick when he was in college just because I was a Boise State fan and he destroyed the crap out of him in one game. But I didn't mind him as an NFL player. He, he was he was a good player. Um, but the NFL career is so short, it, and and when your talent goes, you're done. And I don't maybe he started bringing this up because his talent was going down. I don't, I really don't know. It just I'm sure it probably started with some of them. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe he started it. But it's just I wish that. Some owner in the NFL just had a huge set of balls and was just hired him. Gave him, like, you know, they got money to spend. Give him, like, $20 million a year, and they make him your fucking water boy. Make a, just make an example at it. Make him your water boy. Just make him hate it. Just for a year, get him $20 million. But, yeah, you'll, uh, you'll probably be uh, first string. Get him there. Have a fucking pool of water, dude. Yeah. I just want it. No one will do it, though. Yeah. But the NFL, for some reason, most NFL teams don't like controversy. Tim Tebow couldn't get a oh damn job. God. Yeah, yeah. And he was like the, the, the same. Um, Kaepernick can't get a job. But then you have people that like beat the crap out of their wives. They get signed. Yeah. I love it, dude. Like, I, I, don't, love I don't understand it. it. <laughs> Tebow, in the name, what, he's a Christian, right? Yeah. In the name of Christianity, is kneeling. And then you got Kaepernick who's kneeling <laughs> on a lie. And oh, kind of chastised, chastised Tebow. How dare you? And then you got Kaepernick over there wearing socks that depict cop as pigs. You know what? I'd like to see him play in the NFL game, and I'd just like to see all the cops leave, and then just the fans <laughs> beat the shit out of him. Just the cops, the pigs, man. It's just amazing. I don't know, dude. That's crazy. Whole thing is just, oh, it's a mess, man. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't done this research, but I want to know. Because, um, like, at my job, at any job, you kind of lose your First Amendment rights. You can't really say what you want. I mean, you can. You oh. can also say them, but there's going to be consequences. Oh, brother, I um, know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, like, the debate for me, it's like, they say they can have them. Well, yeah, you can have them, but there's always consequences, I feel like. But I feel like the NFL people think that they're, like, above having consequences besides just having it hit their pocket. Um, well, when you have oh, islands, you know, private islands are your own for making $40 million a year, you know. You can do what you want, man. <laughs> you can do what you want. Yeah, I was at a, uh, one of my friend's birthday parties over the weekend, and these two people were debating. One was saying that the NFL players were getting, they were way underpaid. One was saying they were way overpaid. And I thought they were about 45 minutes trying to chime in at like a screaming match, and it was insane. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, and the, it'll never work out the way. But I think the military yeah. should be the highest paying job in the country. But it'll ne- the military first responders should be the highest paying jobs in the country. But the problem is there's not a, a fan base for that, so that'll never happen. But I don't know. I just love when you hear people complaining about the athletes complaining about how much money they make. I'm I can live off a solid like ten grand a year. I could do it. I could do it easy. I've done it. Yeah. I could do it, brother. And then these guys are like, Oh man, I got I got ten million dollars this year, that's it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had ten million dollars, man. Whew. There was a guy for the Minnesota Timberwolves, his name was Latrell Sprewell. He his backstory he was a really good bas- a basketball player, he played for Golden State Warriors, he ended up choking his coach in practice. Got suspended for a handful of games. Sounds like a good human. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up going to the Knicks and then to the T-Wolves and kind of resurrected his career. Um, you, me- you know the spinners on cars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Originally they were Spreewell, so I think it was like his brother or someone that like created them. That's amazing. Yeah. So he was like with them, and it was time for like to get a new contract. They were good. They had Cameron Garnett, and they offered him $17 million, and he said, that's not enough to feed his family. 
So then they didn't offer him anything else, and nobody else offered him money. Does he know? And his career was done. <laughs> what? Does he know like yeah. how much ramen noodles are? You seventeen million you could feed Africa for like five years. That's no. ridiculous. Yeah. So like, I when I kind of look at like athletes and pay, and I kind of think of that. Like, you know what? Maybe you are getting overpaid. Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> maybe know this money could go somewhere else, like to the place you said. And you heck. know what? You know what? I find it hysterical. Actually, this is brings up a good point. There's so many issues in this world, and you know, I love how athletes like to, you know, just chime in on the political issues and all the issues that are, you know, you know, plaguing America, if I may mm-hmm. say. So I'm thinking, why don't they just take the the million dollars that they get offered, and then, you know, just, you know, give away half of it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So if they want more, we'll give them more. Stipulation, you got to give away a certain amount of it. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some that are, are pretty good. Oh, um, there's, oh, there's, there's like a guy, that. I think his name's Chris Long for the Eagles. Yep. He, he, uh, he gave his whole... Oh, yeah, whole yeah. I heard about that. And, like, there's, that's awesome mm-hmm. you have athletes that are human and can do that. But, I mean, you got these guys being, like, $34 million a year, and if I was making that a year... I'm sorry, I could live off one million. I know I could. But I'm I'm not an athlete. No, and it doesn't matter how they can go broke after they make all this money. An MC Hammer man. Yeah. Alan Iverson, like That's amazing. That is that's so He's got a lifetime contract for shoes. So he's constantly getting money. How are you still broke? <laughs> how do you go um, broke on royalties? I don't get that. Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know. Like all right, let's let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> we just we straight went off the deep end on that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alright, so my, my One of my favorite Stories of 2017 Had to be O.J. Simpson Hallelujah Released on parole <laughs> I don't That was like a big thing It was right around Halloween, I think And people dressed up And went to his house And like wanted photos it's, Yeah <laughs> That to me It's amazing That is just amazing and now I wasn't I wasn't with it when I was born in '96 with the O.J. Simpson trials and all that. But from what I can see, it looked like he was guilty. But hey, I'm just an average guy, and I'm not that smart. But I just that was that was one of my favorite headlines, and I had no skin in the game. But I just thought it was awesome. Released on parole because everyone's going nuts. And my friend always has a good story. He's always like 59. He tells me about, uh, he was actually in a bar, an all-black bar one time, when uh, the trials were going on, and he would always tell me, he's like, I'm going to die. He's like, I thought I was generally going to die. If they said guilty, they were going to come after me and kill me. He's like, hallelujah, though. They said not guilty. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're lucky, man. But I just, I don't know, I love that one. That was my, one of my favorites. Yeah, and the interesting thing about O.J. Simpson is, like, right after that, he made two lawyers super famous, Johnny Cochran and yeah. the Kardashian family. And Flicking Cochran. <laughs> he caught a lot of dude. Yeah. He should be in jail just because he's the Kardashians. <laughs> you gotta hate him. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I know I have no idea what uh, O.J. Simpson's up to now. I don't know. He's probably just loving life, dude. I know he used to have cell parties uh, in jail, so he's probably just having house parties now. Who knows? I wonder if you can like go places and not be hated on. It'd be, be interesting. I have to, that's yeah. I, I have to. I'll call him up. See if I can get him. <laughs> ask him. That would be a fun interview. How life's going after jail? Yeah, I don't know. He was a, like a famous actor too at the time. 
He was in Naked Gun movies and oh, the dude hosted some Super Bowls. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go to the next one. We're gonna keep up the sports theme. I like it. Um, Russia, 2018 Olympics. They are barred from competing as a country. They cannot have any flag displayed. Their anthem. Their officials aren't allowed to attend. And it's because of statewide doping. Um, I guess you call it countrywide doping. But um, you knew better than that. <laughs> but in uh, 2016, they had something similar to this as well. So I guess they didn't learn the lesson from two years ago. Or they just don't really give a flying ass. I, I don't think they can, <laughs> honestly. I think they're just going to keep on doing it until nobody notices and then they can win everything. You know, if you're not, if you're not good enough, you know, just... Doping always works. What can I say? I don't know, man. That's that's really funny, honestly. No <laughs> pan from the 2018 Olympics. Yeah. In yeah. South Korea, um, are you gonna watch it? I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the swimming. It's Winter Olympics. Did they do swimming in winter? Is it Winter? I don't even know. Well, it, I think it's in like a month, month or two. Is it? I don't know. I'll probably watch some of it. Is it the... Yeah, okay, it is a song Olympics, yeah. I'm just thinking of Olympics as one big thing. I'm an idiot. What can I say? <laughs> no, I'll watch them, though. Mm-hmm. But the, the really cool thing about the Russian uh, athletes that are going to compete, they have... There's, like, a, a rule that they can't have the word uh, or, like, a flag or Russian colors on their uniforms, but I think they just have red and white, and it says, like, Olympic athlete from Russia <laughs> in, like, a circle. <laughs> <laughs> well, <So, laughs> what's the point of being the flag if it's going to say from Russia on it? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's great. Yeah, it's going to be. I wonder how these athletes are going to do compared to the others. Yeah, and that's true. And you think they should just make an Olympics with just athletes taking, uh, dopes? Yeah, like, a, <laughs> like avoided up Olympics? Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool, honestly. I mean, dang, we've already gone about 40 some minutes and change it's intense. into it's this. Intense. And I have, like, eight. Nine more stories left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so let's let's knock out a few in two minutes. Let's do a right, let's do, let's two do minute drill. Right, quick one. I'll go. Let me hit this one because this is this is important to me. Yeah. Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington. So you got Soundgarden, Chris Cornell, and then Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, and Charlie Murphy. God rest his soul. Are all dead this year. Ugh, last year, 2017. I just want to say, there's many other artists that we could have taken and given away. If there was like a switch system for heaven. I'd love to get it going for, like, Justin Bieber and, like, we'll trade him for, like, all three of these guys. That would really make me happy. <laughs> Go for it, dude. Yeah, I, I love Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, I see, man. Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy had a bit with him and Charlie Murphy in the tub, and that killed me. It's one of my own bits. I don't want to say it. I want, I, we got to look it up later. But um, here's one near and dear to me. Um, North Carolina basketball oh. redemption. They won over Gonzaga for the national championship, seventy-one to sixty-five. Year after they played Villanova and lost, had a nice comeback, uh, lost it on the buzzer, and everyone was heartbroken and like it. Can't believe it. Somehow they find a way back to play all these close games in the tournament, like winning one by one by two. Uh, a walk-on hits a game-winning shot against Kentucky with all their freshmen to get them to the Final Four. Nuts. And they find a way to, to bring it down. That's a huge story for me. And 
I couldn't tell you how disappointed I was for the whole year. I went to work late after that Villanova <laughs> game, and I got no sleep. And then this year I got no sleep because I was so excited. But, uh, yeah, them, find, find, them finding a way to come back and redeem themselves. You don't see that often, um, a team to do that. No, that's pretty So I think that was really cool, especially um, a lot of them agreed to come back and, I, and stay in school, which you don't normally see. Yeah, risking their careers practically. Yeah, basketball players don't really do that. They're kind of they're kind of done once they're yeah once that season's over. They move on, yeah, especially like, talented ones. Like what? Yeah, yeah, and they decide to stay, and they end up being rewarded um, with the championship. Yeah. All right, so I got one. They got the the EPA gets a seven hundred and twenty-two million dollar lawsuit from Flint, Michigan. And I think that's amazing because I feel it should be double that. All the people's lives have been ruined from that. Flint, Michigan. But is it is that just the EPA? Um, is getting it, or is it like the city? Because the city kind of knew shit was happening, and I feel they like didn't probably, do anything. I think it's from the uh, the citizens of Flint, Michigan, more or less. Mm-hmm. I think not mm-hmm. just from Flint. Yeah. Well, if they see their government, I guess they got to pay the government. Yeah. So they'll just be. Suing themselves. Yeah, right? as I said, it's probably just like, <laughs> oh, you want us to carry out the lawsuit on ourselves. Okay, that's not going to happen. But yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. But oh, man, that sucks. But yeah, that, that, did that happen in 2015? Or was that even it was, earlier? It's been ongoing for like yeah. years. I think they just, uh, I think Trump approved like a $72 million uh, like pipeline restoration for Flint this year. I think in like, I think it was like a couple months into 2017. That's starting to get resolved. That's nice. Mm. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the uh, sports theme and go to the congressional baseball shooting. So I looked this up earlier. The Congress has been doing a charity baseball game since 1909. Did not know that. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it's nuts. (laughs) So they uh, they were practicing. The Republicans were practicing in one area. Democrats practiced another area. And a Republican, Steve Scalise, he was shot. And this happened in June. Two others were also shot. And um, I think Rand Paul came out and said that if it wasn't for the Capitol Hill police being there, it was going to be a massacre. So they were there because Scalise was there, and he had special police following him. But just imagine what would have happened without oh, yeah. those police there. It's an open field. I mean, that's nuts, man. Yeah. I mean, and just think about how many Republican Congress people... Yeah. were there at the time. It's That's amazing. Especially for a crazy, you know, crazy guy because he was anti-Republican and all this and that. Like, it's a feeding ground. Yeah. I just... It's, you know? And I feel like this didn't get enough press coverage at all. Because I feel... If it was a Democrat, if it was a guy who was uh, hunting Democrats, like that guy was hunting Republicans, it would be huge. But it's just... It's crazy people, man. Like, how could you... Not knowing people just because they're in political office and shooting at them. That's nuts. But, yeah, they're lucky for the cops, which nobody gives them credit anymore now, but yeah. they save lives. That's what happens, man. That's yeah. what they do. And we're not going to say the guy's name, but he was he ended up dying on the scene or maybe in in the hospital after some, after some shots. Um, but, yeah, that's crazy that our political climate has gotten to that. And then some people, like, praise them and, like, good. We should do that more often. Yeah, and people on Instagram and all the Facebook. Yeah, so hopefully this is not uh, 
a sign of things to come for our politics and we don't get to like some of these other countries that this is how they express themselves is not by voting but by shooting the other you etched you yeah. just etched me into my next story kind of okay so uh this is uh, this is hysterical to me it's probably not funny for them but it's the the headline is fist fights erupt in Uganda's parliament amid move to extend president's rule <laughs> so you literally got the parliament in there throwing hands at each other <laughs> and uh, they're supposed to be civilized I mean <laughs> politicians are supposed to be civilized cool calm collected these guys are in there throwing haymakers at each other yeah, they're supposed to be our best people yeah <laughs> and they're in there straight haymakers <laughs> roundhouse kicking uh, it's nuts I just I thought that was hysterical would have loved to have been there but it's that's amazing man like this people are nuts man that's, that's my that's my point for the day people are nuts <laughs> so yeah so speaking of African governments um Robert Mugabe of uh, he was president of Zimbabwe no longer he was ousted and he resigned after 37 years in power um he was first put in and everyone loved him and then over the years he started uh becoming more of a dictator and despot you, the USA the EU they ended up sanctioning him but all during this time of his reign he ended up being knighted by Britain and all these other places getting honorary degrees and whatnot. they ended up getting taken him away over the years but uh, the country was rich in national uh, resources they were controlled by Britain and then he was able to help them get independence and even when he the whole time he was in power they still had corruption and he still won election after election and he was 93 years old before they finally took him out they were afraid that his wife who was 52 was going to replace him um, he's got a net worth of 20 million dollars that what a guy man yeah. um, he's 93 years old they ended up giving him so he could resign a five bedroom house a pool and 23 staff and a pension and that will be passed on to his wife well, man this this guy yeah. he just sounds like a smart dude I don't know how he did um, I, what I took is 37 years in, in office how does he do that man I get bored after like three <laughs> I, yeah, I mean it, he was basically like a king uh, I'm in a country that uh, I was watching some of it earlier it was a lot of the land was owned by white people and he encouraged uh, they were white, like people from Britain. He occur, encouraged the the uh, citizens to go and attack them and try to take those things over. Ended up spiraling the complete opposite way, in which inflation went through the roof, and there's no food because all the farmers basically stopped producing food or whatever the hell they did. So like, the country went super poor and had no food, and yet they still kept them in, and they thought everything was okay until eventually. <laughs> it sounds like Stalin, man. Um, I have to look more into that, but yeah, a lot of people started hating him at the end. But it's interesting that the white world basically um, loved him in the beginning. <laughs> the whites loved him. They loved him. He he was knighted. <laughs> what a guy, man. I mean, That's GQ Man of the Year 2018. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wonder what he's thinking. He's like, you know, it was a good run, or is he? Is he salty about it? It's probably love and life. You got a five bedroom house. Zimbabwe gave him a house, putting the bill for him. I'd, I'd be happy too. What a guy, though. <laughs> All right, so my last one. 
is President Trump, under President Trump, the Dow hits uh, 20,000 mark for the first time ever. And you probably hear this all over the news now, everything, Trump's uh, economy, uh, which I find hysterical because Obama said that the economy would never get going under Trump. And then as soon as it starts to get going and hitting all-time highs in the Dow, Obama's like, yeah, I left that for him. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <sighs> I set you up for that one. Obama said a lot of things about Trump, and every single one has been wrong. Yeah. He, uh... He talked about the carrier jobs, and he's like, yeah. "Like, what are you gonna do?" Yeah, like, yeah. How's the president bring back, jackass? And and then he brought him back, but he didn't bring like the number that he was expected. Yeah. Trump tried to talk <laughs> to us. He's like, uh, "Well, what did you do, Obama? You were the president." Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, you can bring back. Yes, you can. Apparently, you can bring back jobs for Americans." I don't know <laughs> if Obama's gonna learn. Like every time he says something that Trump's not gonna do, Trump's like, "You know what? Hold my view. <laughs> I gotta prove this guy wrong." Yeah, and he's doing it, and I think <laughs> he's got. Yeah, I think he's got a vendetta against them now yeah he's and he's like wiping out like all the things that he's done yeah. he um obama was on colbert or something no doubt and he had like a little no tweet doubt. about uh whatever something that trump said and then he said well Mr. well trump at least i will go down as president <laughs> <laughs> like everything he said about trump is yeah going back to bite him in the ass maybe you just shouldn't say anything yeah, he just, everything he says is just going the wrong way <laughs> it's amazing, honestly. I'm just waiting for Obama to say something like something nuts. Like we'll never we'll never achieve intergalactic space travel. One way to boom. It's built. The freaking spaceship's built. I'm just waiting for something nuts now because every issue Trump is literally coming through on. I don't know. I just want to interview Obama about it, but there's another one I'm just not gonna get to. Yeah. But our top story for me is that Trump was able to become president, and he... <laughs> That's nuts. That's literally nuts. Yeah. And you thought everyone was going to try to go against him as in the Electoral College, and it was only like four that went against him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Out of all the hoopla and all that stuff, he ends up still becoming president. That's amazing. It's honestly... Yeah. That's... That's crazy. Yeah, so I think that's still a top story. And I think a lot of people... I think that's Still can't, fa- like, accept, accept it almost a year later. Yeah, it's honestly, you know, I think that's the biggest story of 2017, and honestly, this century probably. One of the biggest ones in the century, that's nuts. I mean, you got Donald Trump, who's, you know, the tycoon of all, just does, does what he wants, doesn't care, and then he's going to run for office, and everyone's like, what? This isn't true, he's not going to go anywhere. And he just starts knocking off Republicans, left and right, boom, he's the top. It's crazy. And like you said, no one can accept it. I don't know if people understand 90% of the issues that he puts the laws through aren't going to affect the middle class people that are complaining about it. And it's just amazing, but I don't know, dude. Yeah, the one thing I did like um, about him winning was that he wasn't a career politician and he did not. Exactly. He was not in the service. And that was the first, he was the first person ever to do that. And no one mentions it. I think I heard it like one time, probably not on a mainstream um, news. But that's like a big deal. Yeah, it's huge. Like that, that te- that's almost. Everybody in America can now technically become president. Before yeah. you had to uh, be yeah. in the service, or it's you know, it's awesome nuts. It's and that's like the yeah. true underdog story there. It's just so funny. All the what is it? Mm. Uh, all like CNN, all of them had like ninety-seven percent was going to be Hillary, and the next mm. <laughs> next day, uh, boom, mm. president. You know what I could do? I wish I could go back and bet on that. I wanted to. I thought about betting on it, oh my Lord. but I didn't know you could. I, I wish I could go I back to November seventh after all that and be like, you know what? I'm going to put 
about what the hell happened. Yeah. I love the ones <laughs> you know. that have, uh, it's got like Donald Trump next to it. I like the memes on the internet. It's got uh, Hillary Clinton's What Happened. And then it's got Donald Trump's book right next to it. It says me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. That's okay. Like, if you Snapchat that out. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing, man. I was like, wow. That, that's so real. Yeah, but that, that shook up America. And some people are, you know, probably won't recover. No. Because they don't know how to lose. <laughs> yeah, just, you know. They can't have, you know. God forbid, man. God forbid someone's office says there's not 64 genders. <laughs> how, how, are gonna, <laughs> yeah, how are we going to wake up in the morning, you know? Someone doesn't declare there's 64 genders. I don't know. Mm. All right. Crazy. So I'm going to get into um, some crazy stories. I'm, I'm still stuck on Africa. This is my last African God story. God love it, dude. God love it. Um, Libya. The UN backed. Libyan government of national accord got caught auctioning slaves oh my this God. year. It was, oh, shit. Yeah, it was oh, first shit. reported by the Internal Organization for Migration and then filmed by CNN seven months later to confirm it, which is really interesting because when I looked this up, CNN basically took credit for all of it. No, but it, but no, it no. wasn't them that started this. It was another organization that mentioned it. CNN just got footage of it. So they might have got the footage and spread it, but they weren't the ones to... Bring it to the attention of the people. Yeah. Um, first. So, um, about a month later, after this came out, the EU and the UN agreed to set up a task force in Libya against the migrant abuse. So, a lot of migrants are also being auctioned as slaves as well. Um, and there's possible um, or- organ harvesting oh, that has been reported wow. in the country as well. Um, the GNA, which is the government that is running... Libya right now said it is going through difficult times which affected its own citizens as well and they're also saying this phenomenon has exceeded its national capacities so they basically can't they basically have admitted they can't control this right now and it seems like they need help so I guess the EU and the UN are going to try to come in and and help out but since Gaddafi since we murdered Gaddafi Yes, since we murdered Gaddafi, we have sent them back to auctioning slaves. I feel like this is a huge, bl- like, this is a huge blow as us as Americans as we should not get involved in other countries because this is the type of shit that happens when we get involved is we send you back to so organ harvesting and, <laughs> and auctioning slaves. We need to stay in our own country and not go to other countries. Okay, so let me get this um, straight. Let me recap this story. <laughs> so the racist America comes into Libya... Okay, to free flows, them, flows, <laughs> flee them, to flee them, and literally tosses them back to the Stone Age. Yes, that's amazing. Wow, I just can't believe they're selling slaves. Yeah, and it, the footage is crazy. Like they're talking about like seven hundred dollars. Like I don't know what. I guess I don't know if they're talking American currency or what. But they're just standing there and just say your price. I was like, that's holy, nuts, dude. yeah. I thought I thought America was bad, right? Yeah, like oh, everyone thinks America is bad. Perhaps let's go to Libya for vacation. 
oh my lord, you go there and you're going to get your heart cut out, sell on a black market. That's that's crazy. Mm. And who who would have thought keeping Gaddafi in was a good thing? <laughs> he was a savior, man. Who knew? Yeah. And, you know, supposedly he let females go to college and they were very literate. And I guess now the complete opposite has happened. So we can we can let Hillary Clinton smile and take credit for killing him. But in the long run, this was a terrible mistake by us by going in Hillary, and man, doing anything. Hillary's foreign policy is complete shit. Yeah. That's amazing. I've not heard that one. That, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it, it's scary as shit, especially if it gets farther. Yeah, dude, what the hell? <laughs> farther out of, like, a few cities. I think that the total was, like, nine cities that confirmed. But shit, hey, Libya's a big country. Yeah, dude, next thing you know, it's going to spread to Maryland, dude. I'll be trading <laughs> on the black market. Mm, that's why I stay skinny, so. <laughs> I'm just going to lash in my food now. Yeah, they'll just leave me alone. <laughs> All right, uh, Drew, you're up. All right, dude. I got a, I got a slightly good one. This is just off the internet. I saw it on uh, Instagram. So, this guy in West Virginia, his girlfriend is a stripper, which, good for him, you know? <laughs> good for him. I love that. <laughs> and uh, so, apparently, this guy gets a little jealous, walks in there, and burns the fucking place down. Literally bones down the strip joint in West Virginia. Because she's a stripper? Because she's a stripper. <laughs> He's jealous that other men are watching his girlfriend strip. So he burns this place down. I want to get him on the show and find out why. How did he not know? <laughs> Just, Where did he meet her? And <laughs> He's like, I'm, he probably just got fed up one day hearing about it. He's like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. Goes down and puts the place down. <laughs> it's amazing, man. So what does he serve her now? I think it's still in trial, but he it's amazing. He is, he just, why would you not, like, what, what are you going to accomplish? Now your wife's out of work. You're going to go to jail probably. You guys are done. What did you just achieve, brother? I, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's some, this is some great A human beings in America. That's all. That's all that one is, baby. <laughs> that was a great one. I had to know about that one. I hope when he goes to prison, she'll like send him photos of her, of her still stripping. <laughs> it's just, a, it's just a different one, yeah, because he put the last one down. <laughs> what a guy, dude. <laughs> that's that's an awesome story. I'm gonna I'm gonna move slightly far um, to the east, and I'm gonna get to the Middle East. Um, Jerusalem is now a capital of Israel, according to our government. Which supposedly for twenty some years we have agreed that this is the capital. We just haven't put it in place. According to Trump, our other presidents have just kind of waived it. But a high majority of Americans have always wanted this to happen. So we announce it. The Middle East goes apeshit. Supposedly riots happened. Middle East loves it. And the UN hates hates our move because that means that, you know, Jerusalem is now part of, 100% part of Israel. It's not split. Palestine doesn't have East Jerusalem. It is 100% theirs. And now it also confirms... For me, that we make Israel its own country. And as a country, they can kind of choose wherever their capital is. So, to me, it's it's a huge step. I want to know what's going to happen in the future with this move. But if they're going to have all their stuff there, it only makes sense to put your embassy there and where all the other 
people are. Yeah, people aren't too happy about the whole embassy being there, but mm. I think it's a cool move. Awesome. Everyone's making a pretty big deal out of it, though. Like, it's going to affect their lives here back in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, it does piss off Palestine. I don't see how others are affected by this, besides it's Palestine and Israel. Yeah. Um, it's just, again, other people getting involved. Yeah. Um, you know, like we got involved by announcing it. We could probably just move it without saying anything, but... Yeah, really, no one will notice if it's a... It's like a secret thing. How would they notice? But I don't know. Yeah. I, I like that move. I kind of... I really did. It's just... Trump being Trump. Yeah, well, he announced it on his campaign, and that means he's done something else um, that he said he was going to do. Yeah. Whether people... Some people are going to hate him no matter what he does. But he... He's coming through on some of his promises. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I like Trump. Uh, but some things I don't like about him, but I do like these keep. That's why I think I voted for him, because he kept most, he gave promises. I really thought he was going to, you know, come through on him. I mean, he did. Most of them, he did. I mean, uh, like the Second Amendment, which is I happen to love. He's coming through on that, keeping that intact, trying to get a nationwide concealed carry going. I mean, he just, I feel like he keeps his word. And that's, most politicians don't. So when, like, we go back to what we said about him not being a queer politician, that's why a lot of people voted for him, man. Yeah, and it's interesting to me that um, we're getting stuff done now, whether we like it or hate it. At least we're doing things. I think our last session of Congress was the laziest we've ever had in terms of, like, getting things done. So uh, at least we're putting, at least we're doing things now, whether you like them or not. Not everyone's going to like everything you do. You just got to accept that. But at least we're getting things done. Um, Drew, what do you got? You got anything else, sir? Do you want me to? That's all you, baby. That's all, all you right. Do. So I have, a f- I have a few left. Um, London had a lot of attacks this year. There was like a bridge attack. Then there was like a, sh- a few shootings. And there's that. You can you even know, go to Manchester and get, get the grande. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, but um, yeah. I wonder but what's uh, what's going to be the agenda for them next year and trying to solve this issue. I don't want to say because everyone's going to think I'm like some sort of racist, but it's. It can probably be directly related to the amount of immigrants that are coming in. Freely. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We'll leave it at that, but I don't want anyone to hate me. <laughs> um, the next one, so going back to the Middle East. So, supposedly, Syria had a gas attack on its own people this year. And there was a like, video of children. I saw some of it earlier, but it looks like some of it went back to 2013. So, I was kind of really confused. And I wanted to kind of get this podcast off, so I didn't have enough time to do it. But um, you remember when Trump bombed Syria earlier this year? Yeah. So this is what it was involving. And he blamed the uh, ruler al-Assad for gassing his own people. And then you look it up and it says 2013. So I'm a little bit confused, but if, if it all happened this year, then this is a huge story. Yeah. Um, well, didn't Obama bomb Syria like a couple years back, too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He bombed, yeah. he bombed, he threw a bomb every 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. You know. Just tossing them out like firecrackers, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we do as Americans. We make, we make weapons and we use them or sell them. Yeah. We, <laughs> what's the point of making a bomb if you're not going to use it? That's crazy, though. Like, I don't know how people just, 
I don't know how people kill other people in general. Like, I get self-defense, yeah. but if you're just... I don't know how people become that evil that they just start tossing out, you know, you know gas grenades and shit and just killing people. I don't get innocent people. I don't know, man. Syria just... Nothing good comes out of Syria. I can't remember the last good story I heard about Syria. But yeah. I, I don't think I've heard one in quite some time. Yeah, I don't even know what the population's left. Um... Because I can't even tell you how many people, millions of people have left. I was going to say, yeah, like, if I if I was getting gas grenades thrown at me, I'd probably head on out. That's just me, though. Yeah, I mean, they're trying. There's just yeah. not many places for them they to go, get sadly. Yeah, this, that is but, sad, though. There's yeah, but the thing is, I feel like now with, new, with the terrorism we have now, like, the good ones that want to come out, the bad ones have kind of made it tough for them to get the hell out. Yeah, exactly. Because they you found a way... To get into countries yeah. without being checked too much. So, like, the, the innocent people are really the ones getting screwed over the most in this yeah, whole scenario. It's like the whole analogy of you have a hundred uh, snakes in a pit, only one's venomous. Are you going to walk through that pit? You know, it's you don't want to take that risk. And that's what I think a lot of countries are thinking of right now. They're just, oh, I don't want to let a terrorist in. you got, like, 50 people, one's a terrorist. You know, do you let them all in, or you just let none in? You know, yeah, and it, it's tough. It, it's a shame for the innocents and the, and the children that yeah. can't escape, and they just they got nothing going on. Life. That's, I mean, I I totally feel I totally feel for those guys because yeah. I love America. I think America's great, and then people want to move here, and then they can't because a few bad apples. Another analogy. There's <laughs> just no in it for everyone, but I think they're gonna get the uh, the vetting system a little better, and hopefully get a lot of people in here. That deserve to be in here. That want to assimilate to some of our values. Not all. You don't have to do all, but you know, the from killing. We don't really like that here. <laughs> all right. So my last one, and this Time magazine had basically women and the Me Too thing as per people of the year. I love, but that. but this is kind of like against men because no. the men that have come out against women or the women that have. Had things happen to them, they're fine. But um, the sex assault thing that start, I guess it started with Harvey Weinstein. Well, you can really go back and say Bill Cosby a couple of years ago. But like since the Harvey Weinstein came out, I can't even tell you how many people have been involved in this. Just men. I mean, the women you don't hear about. Yeah. But there there were a few. But this, the whole assault thing is like, what's going to happen in that? That's that's something I'm really curious about because I, none of this is going to trial. I mean. The ones that have come out and admitted it, okay, but the ones that like have denied it, they've still lost a lot of their livelihood. And what's what's going to be the outcome of this in the, in the long hood for like businessmen and, and all this other stuff? Anyone who gets sexual assault should, that should be taken with the utmost sincerity and diligence. But when there's so many coming out, and then you're getting the ones that aren't true, it's ruining the other ones. Like for instance, uh. Oh, who was it? It was Jeremy... I forget. It was Jeremy Piven. He, uh... Women accused him of sexually harassing them. And he said, absolutely not. And then, like, three of them said he did. He said, absolutely not. He's like, I'll take a lie detector test. Yeah, it's like the second one up on People Magazine. He's accused of sexual assault by three women. And he said, absolutely not. And he took a lie detector test, and he's cleared. Didn't sexually... Said nothing bad about him. Did nothing to him. It's just... I don't know. It's when you get stuff like this come out, it's going to ruin other people who actually have been assaulted. But there's so many coming out right now, it's hard to know who to believe. 
I mean, why are you waiting 30 years? Like, wh- women have had the same rights as men for quite some time now. And it's, oh, no, man, it's just... I feel bad for the ones who actually had it happen to, and now people are going to not believe them because you got people like this. And, I don't know, there's just so many. There's so many now. It's every, everyone's getting accused of it. No one's safe. Uh, and, like, just men as as a gender or they're just more the out of the 67 gen, 76 genders there are 76 genders there are yeah men are probably the most aggressive and it's just in their nature yeah. and to hold that back is going to be a difficult thing especially yeah. with this whole thing coming out that I wonder what's going to happen in the future with with jobs and stuff like that I mean for regular jobs you're probably be okay because it's easy but like Hollywood and all these other things it's not really like a job kind of get hired to do this one thing like, what the hell's going to happen with that yeah like oh so I read uh, an article the other day and I can't remember who it was from uh, what company it was but apparently now uh, co-workers are not allowed to ride in the same cab together <laughs> they're not allowed to hug each other either like what what are you doing like cab rides are those sexist now I don't get it my thing is if you have we'll give you two scenarios and you tell me which person's going to jail okay so you got uh, you got a volleyball game going on, a women's volleyball game, college going on. Uh, guy runs down the court, grabs one of the girls' butts. Okay, okay, think of that. Then you have a woman runs onto a baseball field, like you have seen the pictures all the time, and grabs an outfielder's butt. Which one's going to jail? <laughs> you can say. Uh, my money's on the guy. Money's going on the to guy. Jail. That's right, and that's just the way it is. It's I don't know. I feel like men, I just, no one believes them anymore, and they're just getting vilified now. All men, no matter what race, all men are just getting vilified now. I mean, you got, and it's not good because Cosby, and he, I, was, I think, I guess he did it. They, he got acquitted, but yeah. it's, it's still going on. But he had yeah. like forty years. Yeah, who the hell knows how many? Okay, that's it's a well, that's a little steep. Honestly, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, I don't know. It's just you got all these guys like Harvey Weinstein, you got Cosby that are doing it, and then all of men have to answer for that. Well, why are men like that? Why why are you guys doing that? I'm not doing it. It's a bad apple, okay? Mm-hmm. Like and it's just it's just profiling. It's just going nuts. That's what I hate. Yeah, and it's like um, you kind of look at like TV shows and stuff like that. We've joked about this kind of stuff for years. I'm sure we probably still have stuff on CBS mm-hmm. with with the same type of things where it's acceptable to laugh and joke about. But if it happens in real life, it's not funny. Yeah, no. It's, it's and and that's not. It's like you can't have it one way and the other. It's got to be standard the whole way. You can't can't pick and choose when you want to do it. No. It's gonna be interesting to see in 2018 what's gonna happen with this. I do not have this as one of my predictions because I have no idea where the hell it's going to go. Yeah, that's uh, that's an open book mm-hmm. there. You don't know what's going to go on. Yeah. Yeah, but um, are you ready to try to get into this other segment? I love it. All right. That's that's basically everything that happened in uh, 2017. The only other thing that happened that I can think of is the Patriots came back and won and uh, won me some money. Poor Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I will never be the same. No, it, uh, it blows my mind that uh, a team like that could could have a 25 point lead. That's incredible. Give it away. Incredible. I think I could have at least iced the game. That suck. Yeah. I mean, there's so many what you would and yeah, what you ought to do. Yeah. And 
That's just sad, down. man. That's just something you don't come back from. Ever. <laughs> yeah, now they are in the playoffs this year. Um, of course, they are the sixth seed, so the lowest possible seed. But there's a chance they can come back and uh, play the Patriots again and possibly redeem themselves yeah. like UNC did. Nice redemption story. That'd be nice. Yeah. Very doubtful. But I'm not betting that. Very <laughs> doubtful. Uh, I'm going to put like $100 on them winning just to see yeah. if I can get something out of it. But yeah. that'll probably never happen. Well, now, they do have a, a good chance because the Eagles don't have their quarterback. So if they win the first game, they could probably beat the Eagles and be two games away. But that's still a lot. It's two games. Yeah, they're going to have to... Stick some horseshoes up the butt for that time, <laughs> man. Well, yeah, so we're going into our next segment, and I'm just going to do a quick intro to announce it. You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? Um, that's Peter Griffin, what really grinds my gears. Because I like to go off on a few topics, and I'll just go off like five minutes, kind of like Larry David. And we're going to have this segment called Grinds Our Gears. So we came up with one topic each. We're just going to pick one. I love it. Because we can do this a million times. I'll do it all day. Yeah. And the podcast is about an hour and 15 minutes in. Don't want this to uh, go for two hours about just us getting pissed off. (laughs) I'll be here all day. That thing. So I'm going to rock, paper, scissors. See who gets to go first. Let's do it, baby. All right. I won the first one. Let's see. That's right. Winner, right. winner. <laughs> All right. This was tough because I hate so many things. But for my number one, it's got to be vaping. A thousand percent vaping. There's nothing I hate more than walking by someone who's just grabbing a big old puff of smoke and just trying to look like a badass doing it. You know, if you're going to be badass, actually get smoke and die, okay? <laughs> don't, don't, don't fake it and get water vapor. I hate that. You're just going to sit there and vape and blow smoke clouds. They have competitive vaping. Competitive blowing smoke clouds. <laughs> Imagine having nothing in your life other than blowing water vapor smoke <laughs> into the air in circles. That's truly, if I ever get that way and I get a vape, just kill me. One minute with the bus, honestly. I hate it so much. It's, it's amazing to me. I, I, I don't understand it. I guess it's a big thing now. Everyone's got, they got the jewels now. I don't know if you heard about those. But it's just, I don't know. Just be a man and smoke a cigarette, you know? <laughs> Excuse me, I don't want to be you know, sexist. Be a person and smoke a cigarette, okay? Just don't don't vape. Don't vape. Guys, 2018 is dead. Don't vape. Just don't. <laughs> One of my uh, close friends, he uh, didn't want to smoke cigarettes, so he decided to vape. Nope. Bad. And then he got addicted to that and then started smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes total sense. Uh, vaping's... It's so interesting. <laughs> I hate it so much. Just at the bar, just puffing away. The problem is, I'm probably just, I'm stereotyping people so bad, but if I see you, baby, I'm just, I immediately think you're a douche. <laughs> I'm just immediately not going to come up to you. I'm immediately going to think less of you. I probably shouldn't do that, but I'm sorry, guys. That's the way it is. That's the way it is, man. <laughs> All you need, you take it away, brother. All right. So there's so many topics, but since it is college football season, I'm going to kind of go with this. And I and and the end of uh, the NFL season. But what really pisses me off and grinds my gears is teams going after coaches during the playoffs, stuff like that. It just really pisses me off. Like there should be a rule against that type of shit happening. Like you can ruin to me, you can ruin teams, ruin my betting, 
you know, like Alabama last year, they had a game against Clemson. Obviously, back Clemson because I knew one of the players. And what happened was the offensive coordinator for Alabama accepted another job. So you think he's going to give a shit in, in the championship game? Hell no, he's not going to give a shit. So what ended up happening was like a week before the uh, coach, Nick Saban, decided to just relieve him of his duties and hire somebody else. Totally. You don't think that's going to affect the damn the game, damn outcome of the game? Of course it is. Just like it's all, these, <laughs> yeah, all these teams that work so hard all season, and then like a, a spot opens up, and then they start taking phone calls of everybody else. Some other teams, they're not focused on the on the on the team and the outcome anymore. It's, it's BS. There should be a rule that until the season's over, you cannot talk to other teams. It pisses me off beyond a doubt. And so many teams do it. It's not fair. Um, I believe even my beloved Tar Heels did that with uh, Roy Williams in Kansas when he was in the Final Four. It's not fair to those players and those teams. It should not be happening. It really grinds my gears. And now since like nine NFL teams have that happening, you know, who, who are the first teams are going to go after? The first, the coaches they're going to go after are the ones on successful teams, which are obviously playoff teams. You that's, know, that's it's, not, it's not fair to them. I never yeah. thought about that. That's really funny, though. That is true. <laughs> that's like playing with like a women's basketball all year, and then they're like, hey, it's playoffs. Use the men's. <laughs> like, no, you can't switch it up like that. You're just, you're just going to take them out of the game. How do you, how do you not see that? Taking a coach, like you said, he doesn't care. He wins or lose, he does not care. I got a job next year, whatever. Hopefully you guys lose. <laughs> the competition next year, I don't care. Yeah. And then um, I remember the guy he went to Notre Dame. His last name was he's Chip Kelly's brother, um, Brian Kelly or something like that. But he had Cincinnati a handful of years ago in a huge bowl game. Well, guess what? Notre Dame comes and comes a call, and he ends up leaving. And then they get blown out by like fifty points, and and, and it's not fair to the college college kids for that. You know, it's, it's it's not fair to the kids. They work they work that hard to to go, and then your coach just leaves you right at the end. Uh, UCF is playing right now, and their coach has already left. It's going to be interesting to see if they ended up winning or losing that game. Yeah. I mean, you could be like, well, they put them on a good, you know, they tried to send them off. Okay, well, that's one team out of nine hundred that it's happened to. Yeah, like that really grinds my gears. I think these. Um, these leagues need to do something about it because it's it's not fair. And you can be like, and you, in college you can be like, well, for for recruiting we need to like jump on the ball. No, you don't. <laughs> no. Just, just ban recruiting during the playoffs. Yeah, it's not that hard. It, it's not hard. You can ban them for a month from yeah. talking to people. Put it, put it, in a little, <laughs> note. put it in a little note. You'll be good. Nobody will do it. Yeah. And no, nah, I'm sure they did. That is annoying. That's like uh, well, James Harrison from the NFL for the Steelers. Let him go. What like what was it like two two weeks from the end of his career probably? Yeah, it might have been this week. It might have got signed like Monday. Yeah, like it was two two mm-hmm. weeks from the end of his career. Like you can't just hold him on. I don't know. That's that's bad news, man. Just, you know, just just be cool. Keep him the end of the season. Let him go. The same thing with like Eli Manning. Like just the dude's been starting forever. He's not having a good year. He's probably done. Just start in the last season. Let him get in. It's the end of the season. You guys suck anyway. <laughs> Just you know, let it, let him go. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I I kind of got in the back of my mind. I've heard all these talks. He might go to Jacksonville and be with his old coach. That'd be kind of a really good f you to the yeah. organization for letting Bob McAdoo yeah. <laughs> be there. But you know, I'm going to go to the Jags, in which the coach that I ended up leaving. Now we're good again. Yeah, hate you guys. You guys are the second pick in the draft. We're going to kill you guys. Although they were almost dumb enough to lose that second pick, they won on Sunday. And if I think the Colts 
would have lost, the Colts would have the second pick and not them. And the Colts found a way to win. So uh, I'm, to win. I'm in my heart thinking that because they won, they fired their coach. Yeah. <laughs> like, you dummy. <laughs> the one, you're going to lose all the other games. And the one game that we want you to oh. want you to lose, you win. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> People are sick. Um, yeah, so that's what grinds our gears. Um, Man. Yeah, so we're going to do one more quick segment. And then we're going to wrap this up. This is a lot of talk. We we hear that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't um, even notice. We'll run it on about an hour and a half now. Yeah, this will probably be the the only of its kind until next year when we do another recap. Yeah. But um. Special episode. Yeah. So we have some predictions for the upcoming year. Let's stick to three predictions. Fair enough. I'm going to do one. You do two. Okay. Uh, I'll go first though, and this is my favorite one. And this, I'd actually love this to happen. But I predict 2018, California gets exiled from the United States. <laughs> They're gone. I'm telling you. You know, you know what's going to do to our economy, though, right? <laughs> yeah, it's going to take. But, but I think everyone's getting real sick of California and the loss and the norms. Everyone's just going to get sick of them. They're gone. They're just going to say, listen, dude, we're putting up a fence. We already got one coming in Mexico. We're going to put it right along that border, too. You're going, too. <laughs> They're done. I know it. Well, you can, uh, in California, you can go to jail for, like, calling someone by not the uh, normal gender or uh, whatever they call it. I've heard about that. Yeah. They have to... Yeah, if you're, like, in, get, the, like, in the uh, medical field, I think if you don't refer to them as... The gender that they want, you can get like a misdemeanor. Or, I don't know. Yeah, you might like, even get higher than that. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's like a misdemeanor or something to call someone not by like their gender or what they uh, identify as, which is amazing because that's just absolutely stupid. Considering we just saw Eunice's post. <laughs> yeah. If I was in that position, I just wouldn't mention gender ever. Yeah, I would just. Yeah. I wouldn't come in and say, hey, Mr. Uh, or Mrs. I would just... I'd probably not ever open my mouth. Yeah, so it's on Fox News. It says, New California law allows jail time for using wrong gender pronoun. Sponsors deny that would happen. I'm not really sure how they're going to deny that it would happen when it says it allows jail time for using the wrong gender yeah. pronoun. Yeah what's, the, yeah, what's the point of passing a law and then acting like it's... It won't happen, though. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's like making nukes, like uh, public access. <laughs> and like, don't look, no one's gonna buy one. <laughs> it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a real thing now. So, California's mm-hmm. gone. Predicted. <laughs> Take it to the bank, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my first prediction is I'm. I think Trump's gonna stay in office. I think yep. he's not ousted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anything's gonna come of the Mueller investigation yep. on Trump. Probably against others. Or Mueller will probably get kicked out himself once they uh, yeah. once they keep investigating him, which is in- interesting because now we're investigating investigators. That's quite. It's like when the hell is this going to end? Someone's <laughs> going to investigate the investigator, investigate someone else. <laughs> and then someone's going to investigate that investigator. Yeah, investigate. Yeah, it's going to just to keep going. <laughs> but we're providing jobs by doing that. So that's maybe true. it's economy <laughs> booming now. That's right. So that's good. It's good for business. Yeah. So my first prediction is I think Trump's going to stay in office. Thousand percent. Yep. Um, my next prediction is I think Sophia, the robot. Mm. If you remember her Sophia, from from the beginning, back to back to her, I think she is going to get a mate 
Ooh. But they're going to realize they can't have a baby because they're robots. And they don't know how to That's a good make one. a baby. Can't reproduce. <laughs> they cannot reproduce. That's um, a good one. I like that one. At least in 2018. Maybe in 2019. Yeah, yeah, they'll get something going. They'll, they'll figure out how to, like, construct one. Yeah. We'll probably put, like, a few things out and then just have it. Oh, it happened. Yeah. yeah, I have no I idea what's going to happen, but I think they're going to make a maid for her, and she's going to have Or maybe she marries, like, an actual person in Saudi Arabia, ooh, ooh, that's which is going to be a whole other... That'd be a big twist. I'd like to see set that. Of, <laughs> you know, it's going to be very interesting if that happens. I would I would honestly love... I can't wait for 2019, honestly. I, I think if that happens, uh, you think people are going to want to marry their sex dolls? Yeah, yeah, sex dolls are a big thing now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, people will probably marry him. Why not, right? Yeah, I've, I've even heard um, a company come out and tell Hollywood actresses that they will pay them millions of dollars to put, like, their face and likeness on these things. And, like, you'll be a celebrity. And that not you. Not, not you, <laughs> but your sex doll will be. Yeah, so just the whole humanoid Westworld type of thing. That's is, nuts, dude. We're, we're getting close to it. That's, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Have you ever seen Westworld? A little bit. I've seen like bits and pieces of it. Oh. But it's just, that's nuts, dude. I love it. Really? Nice. <laughs> How nice, man. Yeah, so uh, let, let's see which one is going to be accurate. Um, I'm kind of leaning uh, Trump stays in office. I think, that, I think that's the... That should be the leading point. <laughs> despite what I saw after New Year's last night, a commotion that had him getting impeached... I, I don't see it happening. I just think the America, I think the middle class Americans who voted for him love him too much and love what he's doing. I'm really anxious to see what they're going to complain about because he's doing everything they said he was going to do that will benefit Americans. So mm-hmm. I I don't think, like you said, I don't think that will happen. I don't think it's going to happen mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It, it should be interesting to see what kind of shakeup we have in uh, the upcoming years Yeah, from this whole thing, which we're definitely going to be able to talk about. Oh, every week we got something, dude. Every mm-hmm. week. Yeah, but uh, there's something we like to do at work. Um, Chrome Pat Facts. I love this. This is um, going to be my favorite segment. And, yeah, we, ha- we have a website. Um, it's not on here yet, but we should definitely make a Twitter and put some Pat, Pat Facts up there. Just ridiculous facts mm-hmm. um, that may or may not be true. It's up to you to do research and find out. But uh, Drew is great at creating Pat Facts. And he puts them on a board, and everyone loves them. Uh, <laughs> Do you have our Pat Fact to, the, to wrap up this podcast? So, Pat Fact of the Day, uh, and this is actually coming from another shout out to Wine Low again. Uh, Pat Fact of the Day is that uh, snakehead fish, if you don't know what they are, look them up. Uh, the cool thing about these is, and this is straight from Pat, that these things can spontaneously grow legs that these are fish remember they spontaneously grow legs walk on land find a new site a new fresh water whatever you want to call it a new, a new water site we'll say a new pond a new lake a new river whatever you want to call it spontaneously grow legs walk on land crawl into that next body of water and then the legs fall off and then happily ever after He's back wherever he wants to be. And he can just continuously do that. Just back and forth, pond, river, lake, whatever. Just back and forth. Grow some legs, shed them off. It's amazing. Look them up, guys. <laughs> Pat back to the day. What I want to do is I want to find these legs. I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't know what happens to them. I feel like they just disintegrate. 
and that's that, listen that's Pat Pat you take that to the bank and cash it on <laughs> and that's going to wrap up uh, the podcast for 2017 recap with uh, Drew Howe I just want to remind people that there is a website coming up called the podcast and everything.com we got the website we just need to get a host and uh, start putting some stuff on there we're going to have some pretty amazing interviews coming up and we may even roast one of our friends on a podcast and we're going to try to have him not know it. We're just going to just start off just and just start ripping nicely him. Nicely and <laughs> like a, give him teas and cookies or something. Get him all fattened up and then just avoid <laughs> them. Yeah, just, just to see a, a genuine reaction to someone not expecting all their friends to go off on them. Kind of like a grand zorgi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's, uh, there's a lot of awesome things. When you have a podcast called The Podcast and Everything, you can talk about anything and do anything. That's right. Which is the great thing about this podcast but uh yeah check out the website it will be coming up soon um we just been i've just been really busy got married this year got engaged this year uh probably putting in a house offer i guess it's 2018 so i guess we yeah. buying a house in 2018 but uh yeah so it's uh sorry for the delay but uh yeah check in often we will be posting a new one with uh, one of my buddies named chris um what happens with him is he is he is living in Japan right now, teaching English to uh, the Japanese students at his school, and he has a five-year program doing this. So I kind of interview him about that and his experience going overseas and living with. Well, let's be honest. He is a a black American, and he is living in Japan, and he gets to talk about how he feels about that. It's gonna I be, honestly can't it's wait. Be, it's, it's super interesting. Um, I wish I had a microphone on me all the time because a lot of the stuff he says I don't have recorded. But I'll just, yeah, we're going to interview him often. I got part one basically complete. That'll be going up in a little bit. But, um, yeah. So, uh, Drew, thanks again. Any any last words? I just want to say thanks for having me. This has been, I've been waiting on this for at least three years. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm so happy we could do this and hopefully we can get on here again, man. Yeah, no problem. So this is us signing out. <laughs>